0: Hey everyone, before we jump right into the J-Rock Onsen, just wanted to hit you guys up with a quick reminder that the views expressed within this podcast are not indicative of J-Rock News as a whole. We believe everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and as such, each of us has our own opinion. And that can range from anything from which band is the best to which band is the worst. So, enjoy your time in the onsen. Okay everyone, welcome to the J-Rock Onsen. We're all going to be jumping into the Mixed Bath today, talking about a number of topics, some of the top stories from this month, and we're going to move on from there with some more interesting things, maybe some little stories you haven't heard, uh, cover a bit of social media, and we'll see where it goes from there. So um, I'm joined by my co-hosts today. We got NBT, Nexus, Siz, hey. and obviously myself. <laughs>
1: Woohoo. Um, woo- this is the first this is
0: the first podcast as well. Oh this real one. This is episode first... 1. 1, uh, one yeah. not 0. Okay, let let let's kick this off guys. Uh, so the first thing uh, I want to jump into is J Mello. So we had the lucky privilege of being featured on J Mello. And uh, that was on February 18th and uh, I mean they've had some pretty big names on their show before like The Gazette uh miavi even met his freaking wife there like you know (laughs) maybe maybe one of us can meet our wife there (laughs) Um, so definitely a a huge thank you to nhk world for uh having us on there um they came to our london office which was kick-ass uh didn't have to pay our own airfare to go all over the place um i mean uh they even mentioned that we're getting a lot of global hype which was global hype in and of itself which was really nice um we we went on there and we talked about uh why we like J Rock and we gave uh, three big bands, which were uh one okay rock, um, Baby Metal and Band Maid, who are, you know, making big splashes right now. And uh, honestly, it's totally would have been impossible without all the great readers we have. So Thank you to you guys who really supported us and pushed us through to the top. We're better than a lot of other people. Not
2: going to name names. No problem, uh, Azo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sis, from my understanding, you were there, right? Yes, I was there, yes. Um, I was at the London office when they were setting up, talking through the lines and how how we were going to do it. Me and, me and Edo, they recorded some parts that... I mean, you didn't get to see, but it's fine. There was a cameraman and there was the one who was helping us go through each everything. And it was just a a really interesting experience. I was looking at the lights and how the lights were working, how he done that and how he, the cameraman, was filming everything. It was just a really interesting experience. Really enjoyed it. Okay,
0: so you you said there's things we didn't see. Uh, Did you meet your wife? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I just wanted to get that out of the way, just, just, to, just to make sure it, it's okay. You'll find her. <laughs> or him, I don't judge.
2: <laughs> it's pretty cool to have that experience, you know that. Yeah, it's just so cool. So it's it, it, it's humbling in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. just don't know what to say about it. It was just like amazing. That's it.
0: So honestly, to amazing. me, like uh, I I sat on my bed and watched it with with my girlfriend. I have one, and. Oh, my. Uh, Oh my. It it was it was unreal to me like to see Edo on there and and it was like ah, I know her. (laughs) (laughs) I've touched her before. (laughs) Well let's not go that far.
3: (laughs) Did you tell your girlfriend that that you touched her?
0: I would never say that to her. Even though it's true.
3: Oh my let's not spread
0: rumors. Let's talk about roadies. How about that? Let's talk about roadies. Yes, that's good. Because (laughs) clearly other people are interested in roadies, too. I mean, roadies are fucking essential. I mean, I've, I've seen live DVDs where, uh, say, um, De'Ron Gray, Toshio, will throw a mic, like... 10,000 feet in the air because he's got those big arms and it'll come down and land on the ground and the roadie comes out there like a little kabuki ninja, picks it up and sets it back up for him so he can scream back into <laughs> it when, when, when it's time. So we interviewed a roadie and uh, for those of you who are interested and some of you have already shown some interest, you can get some insight on kind of the stuff they do. You know, they go about doing their job. I mean, some people kind of get their start in the music industry being a roadie. They just get to know people. You know, you get to learn some ups and downs of the industry while you're there. Just yes, um, like being a slave, but with, like, privilege. Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, uh, you I, gotta get your your share of bullying from your senpais, so you can make... Yeah. No, you
0: no, nothing in know. life is, is better than getting your, you know, stone stepped on by someone bigger than you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 i proud of it. <laughs> the, the, the interview with Rodi was pretty interesting. I I like some of the stuff, how they uh mention drunk people uh, and how they'll mistake a Rodi for, like, an actual person on stage, and I think that's yeah. kind of sad in a way. I know that there are some people in the uh, J Rock world who did start out as roadies. Uh, Nexus, do you know of anyone in particular? Because I only know rumors, and I don't want to be like, guys, guess what? This guy was totally a roadie, and then people are like, oh my god, he's a roadie, and then we're like, this source of some shit rumor.
3: And I do know of one. I talk about this a lot. Kamijo, no. Time, oh, he's <laughs> <Kanijin. laughs> yeah. You I have a hard who, time, who time him it? running around. Yes, Kamijo, the ex-roadie of Malice miser in the 90s. The mm. walking proof that if you are very good at the stuff that you do, you can even surpass your senpais. So if any of you ever become roadies and have a lot of luck, you may just one day be the senpai of your band senpais.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. It? You know, now, now thinking about it, it just sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it, it, it's it's something I've thought of myself, but mm.
3: you know,
0: you need that stamina. Um, I, I I prefer to just eat. <laughs>
3: Same. I was actually quite surprised at how I didn't realize that roadies were probably also suffering from the mentioned post tour depression. Because I, yeah. I really thought it was just something that happened to fans and maybe to the artists. That apparently it happens to roadies as well, which is like pretty logical. I'm just surprised I didn't think about it.
1: That happens when you go to like conventions as well, because yeah. you spend like three or four days there, mm-hmm. and then yeah. when you get back to like reality, it's like,
3: what well, is now? this
0: shit?
1: Yeah, okay this.
0: before we move on to the next topic i'm gonna call bullshit on that because i go to ax anime expo every year and i fucking hate it it gets worse every uh, year I, I don't know because what it's those shit clients they're are they're doing they're i'm they're putting them right. on blast it is it is a tragedy every year it gets worse Did i i could never forget some of the horrible shit i've been through there it's great seeing all the people and like the vendors hall and all that shit but oh my god is a fucking nightmare. And and our catchphrase, our catchphrase, I say that cuz I actually have friends that say it. Well, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <in the laughs> Anime Expo. It gets worse every year. <laughs> yeah, I've stories wow. in there.
2: So, yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Let's move on to Baby Metal with with some exciting news from Baby Metal. They're going to be doing a world tour. Uh they're hitting 13 locations. They announced this on February 27th. And uh, in my opinion, I don't think they're hitting enough locations because there's eight locations in the U.S. and five in Europe. They're very heavy on the eastern part of the U.S., which, um, you know, there's cities there, but there's also other cities and other places like, I don't know, my home state of California with uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, just really big places with actual people. Not that you guys out there aren't people, but it's like I don't understand what they're trying to do here. But it's like super Texas heavy. I did not know that Texas loved baby metal. I saw some comments
1: uh, on Facebook that uh, mentioned that price to see that this was like a world tour when they were focusing their U.S. tour so densely.
0: Yeah, it's very compact. I didn't get the chance to see them when they did their show in California or two. Uh, because they sold out instantaneously. And I'm surprised that they wouldn't want to make up for that by coming back. Instead, they're just like,, nah, you know what, we, we got enough going on over there. Let's just hang out in Texas for a while. I don't know if they're really like into steak or something. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what they want. I know Yose Teikoku. they were really into eating meat. They mentioned that in the interview that they did with us. I don't know. I think it's kind of disappointing. I hope they announce more. They did announce two in Germany, which I thought was interesting. That's the only place in Europe that they're hitting twice. And they're two.
3: and they're not even concerts. They are festivals.
2: So yeah, that's oh. so clarified. All festivals, and you know that I don't know if sometimes we don't count that as a, a world tour or part of a tour. We we just count that as something on a bit of a side for like more Western bands. So yeah, just go to festival is a bit it's not i can't count that as a world tour really i also, i mean there's so many times i just want to like elaborate on the texas thing there's so many times where japanese bands have gone to germany you know and so maybe germany is the equivalent of texas like there's like i know muck when they came around last time they were in germany for three times you know Mm -hmm. it happens every time (laughs) we get a germany date i
3: go see bands in germany okay
0: okay well you're close enough so maybe maybe that's part of it is that like it may not mean that all the fans are there but there's nearby areas that can get there easily
3: if you actually go to a concert in germany you will notice that like it's 80 percent germans all the people from the surrounding areas like czech republic slovakia austria go to germany because they have like nothing closer to go to that's probably one of the reasons why so many jero concerts take place in Munich, so they can get more people that way. Wait,
1: how do you notice that? Because I've been to Germany for concerts for a few times. I don't really notice that people are
0: from other like um, places. You don't bring your race cards? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I,
3: I go, um, usually when I already bother to go to a concert pretty far, I go to the venue pretty early to like, queue up and being in the front so i spend quite a lot of time just standing there and talking to people you notice that that way kind of
2: like don't get me wrong i have no problem with like tours being tours consisting of like mainly german dates but in the uk we get absolutely none sometimes they miss up they go to france and they'll just miss us completely oh you shut up dude you get yeah. all the good concerts <laughs> <home laughs> in
0: the uk yeah Sorry. yeah i gotta i gotta i gotta say you guys yeah. get way too much
2: Yes. Oh, okay. You don't
3: deserve
0: I mean, it. You're
2: just spoiled, man. Yeah, Compared don't do to America, well. yeah, I know America doesn't get much, but I guess we do get sometimes. We in Europe, especially, we get a lot of concerts, this. and I do feel sorry, so, like a lot of time for American fans.
3: I think it might be a problem with visa and so maybe the lack of promoters for for the US. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of the promoters are dog what shit because Europe? I feel like they don't they don't. I feel like they kind of generalize Japanese bands. I feel like they don't get them the way that fans do. And that's, that's one of the things that's really interesting about the whole Japanese music scene is that fans are crazy. And it's not like we're mentally unstable or anything, but it's like we go to great lengths to just listen to these bands. Like Devil Loof, for example, I am trying so hard to get their next single, but Tower Records doesn't want me to ship it internationally. So well, I'm going to use, either a gonna use a, Yeah, I'm either going to use a shopping service or I'm so lucky that my friend just uh shipped mm. it to his new home in Japan, lucky bastard, and then he's going to ship it to me and I have to pay for all of Devil Oof doesn't even care about us.
3: Oh, like you complained earlier that there's too many concerts in Germany. Mm. Um for the Morrigan tour last yeah. year in autumn. Who? Um there was, shut the- <laughs> 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 there was There was only one concert in Germany like there still was one but it was only one usually there's like two or three there was finally a concert in Czech Republic and the Germans they were so salty that there was only one concert in It was Munich, and there was no concert in Berlin, no concert in Cologne. Spoiled
2: fucking kids. Spoiled fucking kids. Yeah, they're
3: super spoiled by too many
2: concerts. I won't call it a spoil, but I will say that, yeah, if you have the expectation that they're going to tour, they're going to have free dates on the tour in Germany, and you've had that consistently with many other Japanese bands, then, you know, you're going to expect it from the next band or the next band, you know? And that's probably not, the best thing to do obviously
0: I mean looking at it historically I remember there was a period in time I, I wasn't alive yet but uh, Germany and Japan were really close and killing a lot of people together God don't say that <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're, they're like partners <laughs> <laughs> so jokes aside, though, it, it, jokes aside it could just be really good promoters and that's great for them and mm-hmm. you know other people need good promoters like that
2: but uh, one minute I just want to clarify one, the one point I forgot is that um, sometimes these promoters are run by fans themselves, yeah, so the quality is probably not to the standard that everybody expects mm-hmm. and I think, but I think that's really good because it's also the fans are learning like how to promote bands and how to get bands over, and that normally generates good stuff, so
3: yeah,
2: yeah, that's for sure,
3: like first, you go to events and then you start organizing them when you get too old. <laughs>
0: And uh, here's uh, the next piece of news. Diran Grey announced something quite interesting. Hands down the best band out there. Don't debate me on it. They're going to be releasing a single, Ningen Old Kaburu. It's supposed to come out April 25th. Um, they announced this on the 6th of February. They announced it like really late at night for us Western people. So it like waking up to some really great news like Breakfast in Bed. And uh, the translation is roughly Wearing People. Which I think is pretty kick ass. I I hope that there's a PV for it where they skin someone. That'd be really cool. Just Um,
3: just to clarify, um, Kaburu is mostly used for, I think, stuff that you wear on your head, like a crown or something like that. So,
0: like an (laughs) ass (laughs) hat? (laughs) Possibly. Okay, well, that makes sense. The title, you know, as we said, Wearing People, Wearing Skin, uh, you know, kind of sounds like it's going to be a really heavy single. And it's kind of interesting because I remember how Devaloof, I know I keep talking about them, clearly they're one of my favorites, but uh, their new single is going to be Kaika, and that's like Blossoming Flowers or something mm. along those lines. And uh, in our article, Zahn wrote that he's wondering if it's going to be like, finally they're going to do a ballad or something like that. But thank God they've mentioned that that's going to be their heaviest release yet. So it's like from the title, you really can't take anything. We might, we might be getting like another glass skin here. Um, they're doing a remake of Ash, and there's going to be a live recording of Utafumi. And that's that's pretty interesting, because their remakes recently have been really good. Obviously, with their new collection, they had a few different ones on there. They weren't the greatest, in my opinion. I like the direction they're heading in with their remakes. Even the cover they did for... What was it? derangler? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, yeah uh, that, that cover was freaking great. I really like what they're doing right now with their sound and i hope i hope that i know that with ash it's gonna sound great but on that news i'm really hoping that with the announcement of a new single they'll come back to the u.s i'm so tired of them announcing these tours and not going anywhere but japan i know that's your home and your big fan base but come on the world loves you the world needs to see you. I need. But you know they don't love crazy. you. That's <laughs> the, that's that's the best part about it. It's like oh, I love them so much, but they fucking they hate, hate you. you. They hate it's me. So funny. They don't even
2: when care. Yeah, it's so funny you say that because I remember that there was a time where Darren Gray were touring absolutely everywhere, like yeah. America, Europe, and we were like we were like, spoiled. We were literally, yes. spoiled. and now there's like this flat exactly. line of no like no tours outside Europe. So, Wait, they don't even come to Europe.
0: Yeah, obviously, you guys did something wrong over there. Don't, what the, did something? Okay. I don't know what. I'm pretty sure it was you <laughs> Europeans. They went and no, did a I'm, show I'm, and it didn't turn out right.
3: No, he definitely, it <laughs> nope. has been Mazo personally. He somehow <laughs> insulted Kyo. I don't know how. They were doing
0: that show at the Mayan and I think when I yelled out I eat ass in Japanese yes.
3: <laughs> they heard me. And
2: they're like, We don't want
3: to be around these people.
2: What? They were cele- what? They said? they were doing a, a series of tours last year or the year before for every album. And yes. I think that's also like prolonged this like from them touring in Europe on America, so
0: I mean I think part of it is
2: also all
0: these uh, side projects. So let's uh, let's let's move on from here. I mean those were our big stories, so we're going to cut into our next segment. Uh, we're going to, you know, move from the mixed bath to something else. <laughs> we'll, we'll find, find out. Bath, more. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couples bath. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some random little stories that maybe you guys may not have heard. Something that either didn't get like a full page, or we think really needs your attention. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start off with this one. Uh, Voodoo Kung Fu, who I did a review for their live performance uh, here in California, they teased a new EP, and all it says is new EP coming soon. It was a post on Instagram. Uh, hopefully that comes with a, another tour. Uh, if it does, I'm going to try and get the word out to you guys because this band definitely needs the exposure. Uh, they're great. They're, they're just great. The singers. He's such a nice guy. Um, and then Lady Baby, um, just like kind of under the radar, got two new members, and they posted a picture, and they're talking about how they're going to be doing a one-man tour to debut these two new girls. And I don't know, they're—I don't know if they're just like grasping to stay alive, or if they're really doing something because I really haven't been able to follow them so far. So those are two things that I really think you guys should keep an eye out for. And uh, we'll move on to Nexus from there. Nexus, do you have anything?
3: Um, The first one is uh, some new information on Kamijo and his release recently came out. Um, If you purchase the album, any version of it, on CD Japan in July, I think, you're going to be able to um, participate in a live stream with Kamijo. So that is one story. A second story is yesterday, I think I talked to somebody on Discord who didn't know that Mana was coming to the U.S. at the end of March for Sakurakon, I think it's, it's called, yes, to Seattle. So if, mm-hmm. you, if you have missed that, please do check it out. Just a little plus at the end. The Gallo are back after a year and something of no releases with a new single. It's on our site. Please go check it out. What's the like, No attention. Oh, Kerberos is the name of the single. It's got really, really, like a really cool look and the music video preview looks like really cool. It deserves your attention, go look at it. <laughs> MBT, you got something?
1: Yeah, so uh, first of all, Marmalade Butcher, have you guys heard of them? No.
2: Okay, it- Marmalade <laughs> Butcher, um, uh, another one of those bands, one of the bands you like. Yes, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Oh, one of those, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I think I've
1: yeah, okay. So it's a uh, instrumental band and they're releasing a new single after being quiet for 2 years and the single is called Flo- Flo- Floxinor I I can't pronounce it but it's like the second <laughs> longest word in the English uh, dictionary. Are you sure about that? Yeah, Damn. yeah, I think it's, it's it is. And uh, then we also have uh, Rayol. He's back as a solo artist now. And she's releasing the album Kyokyo Kyo and Shu. Sounds it's, amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, I would definitely
2: recommend that. Let's yeah. move on with SIS. Right. So the last podcast I t- I spoke about, um, Aruru Kan. Now they've announced that um, they'll release a new single called Exist. It will come in t- March 21st. I believe Exist is the main song and they'll have another song called antidote they'll both have music videos boys at the end of also at the end of this month on march 21st will release their new album world is mine and they released a trailer for it um this was edited i believe by the bassist cold eye they went extra 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 on this and i definitely recommend you watch it and nocturnal fuck lust <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> um, nocturnal bloodlust. um will be releasing their single very soon called White Out on March seventh. Um they've we now released a music video for it and I feel like I I have mixed feelings about it. When you hear the saxophone in this in this song, it's actually Kazuki's guitar. It's not as another saxophone is his him with his with his pedals doing some crazy shit. So Kazuki's also mentioned that it's dedicated to his late friend's heartwarming. That heartwarming, despite how cold the music video looks, it has a it has a meaning connected to it. Uh, so, but bro.
0: a whiteout. Uh, uh, I mean, you said you have mixed uh, feelings about it. Is, is is it a race thing?
2: No, no.
3: no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be blackout?
3: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay,
2: <all laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Let, let's move on. Okay, okay so. All right, our next segment. We're gonna go on ahead and uh, start drying off here. We're gonna do some uh, social media. So um, earlier this month, we asked, uh, or I guess it would be last month, we asked you guys, your, our readers, um, how exactly you ended up getting into J Rock. And so we've we've gone through some of your comments and responses, and we've we've picked uh, some interesting stories or something we can relate to. So I'm gonna go on ahead and kick this off uh, with a. Uh, I found a post by a reader by the name of Mike Lawrence. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. But uh, he mentioned that back in 2009, he was into uh, Wizards. Okay, so he was into Wizards of Waverly Place, and he mentioned how one of the characters had a band that they really liked. They would always talk about this band, and out of curiosity, he went to search for that band. And uh, I'm assuming the band was fictional, but their name was Beast of Blood. And instead, he came up with Malice Miser, Beast of Blood, which is a great song. And yes. pretty much history wrote itself from there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I have a really similar story to that. But uh, for now, I think that's really kick ass how, you know, that happens. But I'm going to go on ahead and pass the mic off to Nexus. Uh, what do you have?
3: Yeah, um, my favorite story from this post is one that really fascinated me. And it is a lady by the name of. I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, Lisa Largent-Tull, uh is allegedly over 50 years old and started listening to nice. Japanese pop music in 1974 and apparently listened to that for a long, long time. And then in 2010, she moved on to LMC in Versailles and discovered J-Rock, which is super interesting story.
1: Yeah, I wasn't even born. <laughs> no. Yeah,
0: that no, time.
3: No, no. Like my father was born in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: I think I was in my forties. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> okay, you have it
3: born?
0: It's Yeah,
2: cool that. Um, there's like older fans that exist because it's. I don't know if it's rare for you guys, but I. I don't occasionally see older fans. I normally see it's like maybe late teens, early thirties. So not 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 like fifty, you know.
0: That MBT. Uh, do you have
1: something? <clears throat> so my pick was this guy uh, called I think it's a guy. And yeah, it's a guy, <laughs> uh, Anthony Bo. So his last name is the same name as Bo from Anne Cafe. So he, he was just curious to see uh, what would come up if he Google searched his own name, and then he saw this like Asian girl. And he was like, oh, let, let's click it. And that's how he found out about Anne Cafe. The rest is pretty much history.
0: <laughs> so when you say he saw an Asian girl, did he see an Asian girl or did he take Bo for a girl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 that Just a clarification I, I've, I've heard that.
3: to the readers, we do not uh, think that Bo is a girl.
0: He's not? He's not?
3: Oh. Yes. Whoa. What? Oh. He is
0: not? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I got to
1: erase my folder.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right, sis, you got anything? Right. So the correlation I've seen throughout this whole thread is that a lot of people have gotten into J-Rock through anime. Just to say my own story, I got through, I got into Visual Visual K and J-Rock through anime as well. Um, so Overworld was probably my, the earliest, one of the earliest bands I got into. And then, Nightmare from Death Note was also one of them, so that is cool. There's not very, there's not very much musical K bands that actually do openings. The few, the few you can name is that. <laughs> <Not> yet, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Baki
0: the Grappler, fight me, <laughs> I dare you. Well, Fury loading Las Vegas has
1: also done openings. Oh my
0: god, yeah, they, it, they've they've done some good ones, like that, uh, go
2: toku no Brynhilder? that one that yeah. one oh my god hunter, like, a hole in the wall I think that's probably the most popular hunter x hunter but um, yeah it's surprise sometimes it's surprising I think and sometimes it's not sometimes you get your regulars like Sid you know and sometimes you VIP? get gazet <laughs> gazet well, well gazet done one you know? yeah that's because
1: they were signed to Sony and they probably forced them to do one probably yeah but... gun to rookie's
2: head sing. <laughs> <laughs> But like that's yeah, that's it for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like uh, YouTube and anime and all that stuff really played a big role in a lot of the stories. I mean, people just look for things, and then it's it's out there, and it, and it just you know that's how they get into it. I know for me, yeah, definitely it was anime. I uh, started with a uh, Veroni Kenshin, you know, the one by that pedophile guy, and uh, I really liked Heart of the Sword. And uh, I had a friend who had the actual little CD from the anime, so I challenged her to a kendo match, as you do. <laughs> in order to win this CD, and I did win it, but it was only to borrow it. And uh, I ripped the CD, gave it back to her, listened to it over and over and over again, but I never had the track list, and there was one song on there that I really liked. And I came to find out, I have no idea how I found out, I think I was just looking up Barone Kenshin and Ending Themes, it was uh, The Fourth Avenue Cafe by Lark which is still one of my favorite songs to this day, and I was looking for that song on YouTube just to listen to it, related video, Saku by Dear Grey. And that blew my fucking mind. So from there, it, I mean, history just wrote itself again. It, it just it went crazy. I mean, uh, Filth and the Beauty was there, all that stuff. Just, just good, good shit. And then that's another thing that I thought was kind of interesting was uh, the first kind of opportunity I had here at J-Rock News was to interview TM Revolution, which he's kind of the one who got me into everything. Oh, that's Obviously, a cool that guy. fell through because I didn't interview him. But I mean, it was weird how that all went full circle for me.
3: Yeah, yeah. Teen
2: Revolution is just legendary. And he's still going on. And it's just, you know, he's one of the Odyssey's of like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy has an Android. <laughs> that music, of, of anime music as well, as well as just. Yeah, he's done like Gundam music, and I r-
1: really yeah. love all of them. Gact yeah. did Gundam music. Uh, yeah, true,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. but he,
1: did the uh, graffiti uh, for Skatdance. That, that yeah. anime I actually uh, liked, so I was quite into that song as well.
0: Oh, I like Gagged.
3: Gagged got me into j rock
0: <laughs> Shut up, Mazo! <laughs> <laughs> Gact got me into homosexuality. Let's put it out way. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Yeah, I can I can agree. With that it sounds, it sounds reasonable.
3: I, I looked at Gakt once and now I'm a homosexual.
0: <laughs> that's 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 how it works, man. Uh I think uh the big thing for me with Gact was Moonchild the movie that he was in with Hyde because before I was like super it it into yeah, yes. and then and then they made that movie together and then I was like no no no, I don't like Hyde anymore. I like Gak.
2: Well, no. let's clarify, old gack, not new gack. <laughs> I gag. like gagged. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. <laughs> like old gack.
0: The girl I was dating at the time uh, that I really started getting into gack was like, if you're ever going to sleep with anyone else, it's only allowed to be gack. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs>
3: Technically, what got me into j was gagged. Technically, anime and Final Fantasy. I know the exact like day I got into j February 23rd 2008 because yeah, yeah. I went to an anime convention because I was really into Naruto As when you we were like 14 didn't really have anything to do at the convention because it was like one of the short one day long ones so I just went to sit at a random Final Fantasy panel I didn't know anything about Final Fantasy at all I just went there and they were talking about all the sevens where Gakt was a model for one of the characters, I I think his name is Genesis. Yes, yeah. And I I really liked the way he looked because they showed his picture. So I went home and Googled like, what the fuck is a Gakt? And I came up with stuff like Vanilla and other Yaoi stuff from Gakt. Somehow I I came up with Man is and Mana and and oh no, now I'm like this.
0: <laughs> you know, it reminds me of that meme where it's like the woman with her kid, and she's like, "Don't look, they're JoJo fans," and he's like, "Yada yada, dazeo casa." Yep, that's what <laughs>
2: done. But yeah,
0: All right, MBT. I noticed that a lot of
1: people uh, who commented uh, they found out about J Rock during like two thousand and eight and two thousand and nine. Mm. I was about the same time, I think, and uh, I found them on YouTube when I first heard about Gazette. So I started listening to the Gazette uh, music videos and I was like, I want to see how they perform live. got more and more into them because I started like, listening to all of their like, live videos on
0: YouTube. I-, I just wanted to say really quick, my friends and I call them the Gaziti. The <laughs> Uh Do you guys have anything that you want to just give a quick shout out to, to our readers uh, before we close out here real quick and uh, get ourselves out of this onsen and
2: get on with our lives? Just I'm just listening to, Diara's D- um, album Verses, which is just brilliant. I I'm not I've not been a fan for Diara for long, but the album is just top notch, and I just I just love it. That's it, really.
1: Okay, yeah, I've been listening uh, to a lot of uh, Aimer,
0: the pop rock singer.
2: Now, NBT, is it Aimer or Amé? I've a- heard
1: a- that
0: it's a-, a French pronunciation. If you pr- yeah, it's like Aimer. Emma. Emma.
2: Wow,
1: something
0: man. like that. Emma. Damn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to go like around that. and say like, Emma. Super- <laughs> Emma. Yeah. Her her new song, uh, oh, new bah, bah, bah. Song Refrain, is really good. And it's featured in uh, an anime, which I forgot the name of.
0: But that's irrelevant. <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty good, man. That must be one phenomenal anime for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Uh, you want to give a quick shout out to anything to the readers slash listeners
2: thank you for being with us from the start because we we, we really appreciate it i don't think we would have gotten this far i mean doing this podcast and even again on j mellow you know yeah i just want to say thank you for all the readers and please look forward to more articles and everything Everybody should listen to more Nagoya,
0: okay? Just make the world a better place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so, I mean, we're all dried up here. We're going to get dressed, and we're going to get out of here and uh, get on with our lives. So thank you, everyone, again, for listening. Join with my co-hosts. Oh, you're wonderful people. You really yeah, are. No problem. Right. You. Yeah, you guys are great. You're you're great. Nexus, uh, wonderful shit. Scizorgia, yeah, you know. Yeah, NBT, uh, I, I could I could use a little more from you, but I can work with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I hope we all have a, a great month And uh, I really look forward to getting together With everyone again Jumping into the onsen Getting nice and steamy And uh, dropping some new headlines See you guys around yeah. <laughs> I, I hope NBT doesn't use any of
2: that Bullshit as you.